You may not be aware of it, but there are hidden traps everywhere at the running back position. Even a few studs are worth avoiding. I'm talking guys who go in the top five. Look, it's not like they're bad players. They just have red flags. And these red flags make other guys around them better options. So pay close attention to these crucial details because I'm sure your league mates won't. Let's start with this. Beware of Jonathan Taylor because he currently goes as the fourth running back in drafts ahead of Saquon Barkley despite finishing 17th in points per game last year. And now for 2023, his outlook just got a lot worse because the Colts drafted Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson with a top five overall pick. And this is bad news for Taylor because this is the targets last year for running backs out of Florida. For Montreal Johnson, he had 14. Trevor Etienne had eight. And then after that, it's just some guys picking up two or three. Just 5% of Anthony Richardson's passes went to running backs. And it doesn't stop there because Anthony Richardson had nine rushing touchdowns last year, the second most on the team. This accounted for over 30% of Florida's rushing scores. And according to player profiler stats, Anthony Richardson over his final two years, that's 19 starts. He had over a thousand combined rushing yards, which is about 56 rushing yards per game for a quarterback. Now, this is a major issue because it kills Jonathan Taylor's upside. And here's what I mean. When Jonathan Taylor has been a top 10 running back, aka his first two seasons, the RB8 and the number one overall running back, those seasons, he averaged 16 touchdowns and 38 receptions. With Richardson, we can't expect to see those high of totals. And it's not just this quarterback situation that's a concern for Taylor because last year, the Colts offensive line took their biggest hit yet. The Colts ranked 13th in run blocking, which is their worst grade since Jonathan Taylor has been a Colt. And this led to him seeing a career low, by far a career low in efficiency. He was 30th on the ground as a rusher and just 37th in yards per touch after being basically top 10 last year. His efficiency actually dropped 21% last year. So we're seeing a volume drop with this new quarterback, a potential efficiency drop heading into this year. Yeah, that's not great. So when you're at this point in the draft, if Austin Eckler's still there, take him. If not, go and get Saquon Barkley. Now this next guy who's a trap, he's a beloved player and I think it's going to make a lot of people maybe a little bit confused or angry, but let me explain. And that is B. John Robinson. This man is a trap because look at this. He currently goes as the running back two in drafts. I'm not against rookies. I love drafting rookies in the first round if they seem worthy, but the number two running back overall, we got to talk about this because he's going ahead of Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley. And look, it goes without saying that Bijan's great. He was number one in the entire college football landscape in broken tackles last year. And now check this out. These are his game logs. Here's his yardage column right here. Look at this. 179, 243. Then he has a stinker versus TCU. 209, 140, 135, 130, 101, 100, right? 183, everything. This guy averaged over 155 yards per game last year. And that's with a 29-yard game in there. He would actually average over 185 yards per game without that. So we go back to this. Yeah, Bijan's going to be a great three down back, but he's being drafted at his ceiling. He would literally have to finish as the RB1 where McCaffrey is going to exceed his current draft position. And I don't know about you, but I just don't want to bet on this when his quarterback is probably going to be Desmond Ritter, at least to start the season. And Ritter last year only targeted running backs on 7% of his throws. And in Ritter's four starts from last year, the Falcons offense was actually the third most inefficient offense, which doesn't help for keeping drives alive, getting more plays and red zone touches for Bijan. So I'm a fan of the player in Bijan Robinson. I mean, I live in Austin, Texas. This guy ran this city for a few years, but he's just going too early right now. Okay, now let's talk about Travis Etienne because he's currently entering year three. And as of right now, he goes as the RB12 in drafts and he's going ahead of guys like Najee Harris. And if we scrolled a little bit more, you'll see Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders on here. And I believe that this is a mistake because believe it or not, Etienne has shown some receiving game concerns in the NFL on his tape. And it's translated into how the Jaguars use him. And Etienne ranked 22nd in running back targets, which isn't great. It's around a bunch of backups like Rex Burkhead, Samaji P. Ryan, Michael Carter. He even had similar to guys like AJ Dillon. But this 
next stat is even more telling. Etienne was just 27th in route participation. He only ran a route on 41% of the Jaguars' plays. And this isn't good because now he has some actual competition. Check it out. So this is the running back room for Jacksonville. They added Dearness Johnson, who's been an efficient runner, but not really a threat. It was a low money contract. But Tank Bigsby, the third round pick for the Jaguars, is the one I want to talk about. Because according to player profiler, the target share for Tank Bigsby last year at Auburn was 15.3%, which actually ranks top 5% all time for a college running back, earning 15% of his team's targets. That's wide receiver numbers. And Bigsby might be able to even get some early down work because Etienne ranked just 24th on the ground last year. Now, he was actually top 10 in yards per touch, but this is because his small receiving game sample, he had two big receptions skewing this upward. So I think Etienne's a great player. I just prefer those other guys who were going after him at the running back position. Now, if you want to talk about a major avoid, maybe the number one avoid of the entire season, it's Javante Williams, who somehow currently goes right now as the running back 29. A top 30 running back right now, which is ahead of guys like, oh, I don't know, AJ Dillon, Brian Robinson, even Samaji P. Ryan, who's probably going to be the starter over Javante for half the year. And this is extremely strange to me because Javante had a devastating injury last year. So this is the Draft Sharks injury history. And in October of 2022, October 2nd, week four, he ends up having an ACL tear, an LCL tear, and I believe also a PLC, not a PCL, a PLC tear. So his entire knee gets wrecked. And if we look at what sports MD analysis said about this when it happened, look, these three injuries, the three ligaments in your knee, this is similar to what JK Dobbins did. It's a 15 month recovery. It took Dobbins just 13. So he returned ahead of schedule, but still missed over a year. And now I really want you to focus on this final part here. And Arby's drop off after this injury is severe, an average of a 20% drop in production and not a return to their normal till year two. So if it's going to take him on average 15 months to recover, that means he's probably going to miss around six to eight weeks, but he won't be hundred percent himself until December. So basically the whole year. And there's a really simple takeaway here. Don't draft players who are already injured. Now we get to DeAndre Swift, who is indeed an Eagle. And as an Eagle, he goes as the 22nd running back in drafts. And look, I like this trade from the Lions to the Eagles for Swift, but that's when he was going as like the RB 33. Now he's going as a borderline top 20 running back. And this is too early. We know the Eagles and Nick Sirianni, who used to be on the Colts. He did this when he was there as well. They love to use multiple running backs. I mean, just see for yourself right here. This is Miles Sanders snap share from last year, about 58% ranked 20th in the NFL. This was their number one running back 20th in snaps. But that's not all because now Swift is going going to have a mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts, which will hurt his receiving upside. Not a single Eagles running back last year had more than 23 receptions. Gainwell had 23, Sanders had 20, and Boston Scott had just five. 23 receptions would be a 52% drop from Swift's 2022 catch total. And then obviously he has to worry about Jalen Hurts stealing red zone touches and touchdowns because Hurts led the Eagles, all their running backs last year, on the ground with 13 rushing scores. Now I know what you might be thinking about all this, and I'm going to push back on it. You're probably thinking, Miles Sanders, he was top five in rushing last year with almost 1,300 yards. When you add in his receiving yards, which weren't many, just 78, he had over 1,350 yards. Now, despite the high yardage total and 11 touchdowns, Sanders was only expected to score the 26th most points at the position, ended up scoring, so he was a little bit lucky here, the 21st most. So this is with him having 1,300 yards, top five in rushing, over 10 touchdowns. He still wasn't a top 20 back last year. And if you're wondering how is this possible, it's pretty simple. It's because his quarterback was stealing touchdowns 
touchdowns. And more importantly, Sanders wasn't catching passes. That is massive for any type of fantasy league that counts receptions towards points. So now that Swift is going as a borderline top 20 back, I don't want him. I would take all of these guys on the screen right here. Pacheco, Akers, Rashad White, Alexander Madison, and James Conner. I would take all of them over DeAndre Swift. All right, let's get to this next avoid. And that man's name is Damian Pierce, the second year player, the fourth round running back who had fantasy, some fantasy success last year. He finished as the RB20. And where does he get drafted this year? Well, he gets drafted at the RB20. So you might be saying, oh, well, that's perfect value. He's exactly where he should be. No, because the Texans now have more competition for Damian Pierce. This is the Texans running back room. And there's one big addition that they made. Well, they went and got Devin Singletary from the Buffalo Bills in free agency, and he will immediately be their passing down back. And here's the proof you can see for yourself. Last year, Singletary ranked sixth sixth in routes run that's how involved he was in his offense out there running routes and trusted because yeah he probably has some skills guys like McCaffrey Eckler Saquon were the only guys ahead of him this was 82 percent more than Pierce saw last year Pierce was 36th in running back routes run and it's not even like Pierce was efficient he ranked 47th on the ground and even 47th it just so happens to be 47th in both when you factor in his receiving usage so he was a borderline barely in the top 50 as a productive running back last year Devin Singletary was 14 percent more efficient last year long story short Pierce wasn't good last year as a fourth rounder a late round pick maybe you picked him up on waivers he did well for you so based on your expectations he was good but production wise not good he survived on usage because there was no competition he had over 250 opportunities 220 carries 39 targets but this year the production's gonna go down the efficiency likely still stays poor as a fourth round second year player which means not worth a top 20 RB pick I'd rather Devin Singletary for a cheaper price tag in this offense now before we get to this final avoid who I'm sure is going to make some people upset i want to let you know about the fantasy blueprint the question i ask you is simple do you want to win your fantasy league and the answer if you want to beat up your friends and win that league is probably yes so that's exactly what the fantasy blueprint was made for giving you the tools and analysis everything you need to beat your friends and you can get it with the two simple steps in the description below and i want to make sure i point this out if you don't make your playoffs using this material your fantasy playoffs i'll 100 refund your deposit to get this whether it's five or ten dollars depending on the time of year you're watching this making this completely risk-free so check it out below for the low cost of five to ten bucks you get it for the entire year not just before the season during the entire season into your fantasy championship as well and if you're wondering 99.9 percent .9 of people didn't reach out for a refund because they made their playoffs with this tool last year all right let's talk about jameer gibbs and i know a lot of people might get annoyed with this one jameer gibbs if you're not familiar a rookie he was a first round pick by the Lions this year a running back out of alabama but not just a first round pick he was a top 12 pick meaning he's due significant money which means he'll probably sign a deal for similar money to david montgomery which they got him this offseason for three years and 18 million now all of this is great news for gibbs who is an elite type of a player a great receiver and definitely a top 24 fantasy option but that's where the issue comes in because he goes as the running back 14 right now ahead of guys like aaron jones miles sanders joe mixon we can keep going down names he shouldn't be ahead of and this is a mistake because david montgomery is there and he's going to cap gibbs cheat code upside his targets in red zone usage now the targets part of that shouldn't be a concern because gibbs as player profiler points out here his college target share in his career was 15%, which is top 7% of all time. And last year alone, he had 44 receptions for Alabama, but this is where the problem comes in. He's just 199 pounds, 5'9 and 199 pounds. David Montgomery is 23 pounds bigger than him, which means Montgomery is likely to see Jamal Williams' role of red zone usage. A role that saw Jamal Williams lead the entire NFL in touches inside the 10-yard line with 28, and he actually had 12 more, that's 75% more than any other running back. Now, this led to Jamal Williams scoring 17 touchdowns at just 212 pounds 
pounds, which is important because David Montgomery is 222 pounds, so 10 pounds bigger than Williams, who led the NFL in touchdowns last year. So again, expect Gibbs to be an efficient player, but lose out on the touchdowns. I still believe he's a top 24 running back and probably even a borderline top 20 running back, just not worth a top 15 tag right now. I'd rather have Aaron Jones. I'd rather have Miles Sanders and even some receivers ahead of Jameer Gibbs. Now your friends are going to see some of these names, Jonathan Taylor, B. John Robinson, and jump all over them and draft them. And that's a mistake. And now you know that. So these are the guys you need to avoid. And if you want to see some of the players that you need to be drafting this year, well, check out this beautiful video right over here. One more thing. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe for even more content all summer long to schmack around your league mates.